This is Megan Johnston. I will be covering Course Project Week 5, Question 13, Question 14, and Question 15. Question 13. Personally, I have seen self-awareness decrease as a close coworker gained authority. This individual relied solely on her subordinates to do all her work. She came across very intimidating and overconfident in her abilities. She got too comfortable in her role and did not use her authority to continue to grow and develop. This individual never took the time to continue to learn the job she was leading. In the financial industry, there's always moving pieces in different processes or procedures. Now that she is in her position, she can tend to overestimate her skills and abilities instead of taking a humble seat to learn. It is definitely her way or no way. This also creates an intimidating environment. Her subordinates are afraid to give her constructive feedback. Her overconfidence is actually a weakness. Harvard Business Review found that most people believe that they are self-aware, but only 10 to 15% of those people actually fit the criteria. I think this mindset also comes from other leaders she has experienced or interacted with. Lack of self-awareness is lazy and easy, but to change this narrative, a leader needs to continually work on themselves and closely with their employees and peers. Self-awareness is something that impacts every part of life. It's great to find a mentor to assist in this journey. Question 14. There are five different sources of power in our textbook. Legitimate power, reward power, coercive power, expert power, and reverent power. Some of these powers can be a little harder for a new employee to build, but it is still possible. A new employee stepping into a leadership role automatically gains legitimate power, reward power, and coercive power with their subordinates. Their position allows them the ability to reward or punish behavior and performance. Expert power and reverent power are more difficult ones to achieve. Depending on the level of external knowledge a new employee has will determine their impact on decisions. An individual that has been with a company or in the department many years may have a bigger voice on major decisions. But that does not mean that a new employee may be completely out of the conversation. If they have been in the industry for an extended amount of time, they may be able to bring a new perspective. People in the organization may not know this information regarding the new employee, so it's important for them to put, their, put themselves out there and make their knowledge known. Reverent power is something that is earned over time. Many existing employees can be skeptical to offer up respect before knowing what the new employee can do or bring to the table. Likeness is also obtained when reverent power is given. This ties in with the expert power. The knowledge that you bring to a company can earn you respect with upper management, subordinates, and peers. It is important for your reverent power to not immediately start making waves when starting with a new company. You need to get a feel for the organization and department you're in first. A great way to lose respect and create a negative atmosphere is to come in discrediting everything the company has done prior to you being there. Question 15. Furthermore, and copier careers gave a few tips on better decision making. Set quantifiable limits, commit and remove the ability to change your mind, write two different lists, one set of criteria and one of extras, and save your mental en energy for big decisions. Setting qu quantifiable limits can be used in multiple areas of decision making. You can come up with only two, two or three options to decide between, or you can continue with one option until you reach a certain dollar amount or item number. Removing the ability to change your mind allows you to be more satisfied with your decision in the end. Writing your list of set criteria will allow you to strive for that list than in the project or search. Saving your mental energy for only big decisions and not every decision will allow you to be a more effective decision maker. 
Big decisions are meant for maximizing and smaller decisions are made for satisficing. Satisficing small decisions gets rid of the exhaustive search and makes choices simple. Although, although, although satisficing can make decision making easier, there are negatives. If you are satisficing with every decision you are making, you'll miss out on the best and only be searching for the good enough. Major decisions require the absolute best. I know as a leader, if I only got good enough from my employees, we would be having a difficult conversation. It is important to find a balance between maximizing and satisficing.